Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello and welcome to the Glojo podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and I'm just so happy to be here. Sitting down, I've got a glass of rosé in my hand, and I'm really excited to talk about and share five lessons that I learned, or five lessons that we can all learn from Cirque du Soleil. So I recently went to Cirque du Soleil with my dad and it was so much fun. I've seen many of their shows over the years and there's just something so magical and creative and playful about their shows. And I always leave feeling inspired and awestruck. And so I've extracted five things that I believe we can all learn from Cirque du Soleil, and that's what I'm going to be sharing tonight. Before I dive into today's episode, I just want to take a minute and thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being a part of the Glojo community, whether this is the first time you're tuning in to an episode, or this is your second, or you've been here many times before. I appreciate you so much. This has been such a fulfilling peace and part of my life. And it feels so great to be able to share it with you. So thank you for being on this journey with me. I honestly believe that so many things are better together. Although I still love my alone time, I still can be a hermit in a lot of ways, but so many things in life are just so much better when we share them with people who we have things in common with and their loved ones. And you know, Anyways, I'm getting off topic. So getting back on track here, if you are not on the weekly glow newsletter, make sure you sign up, get on the newsletter. I am planning my first ever challenge in June. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm not going to reveal too many details yet, but I will be sharing more via email when the time comes and social media. So make sure you're following me at Leanne Kalal and at the Glojo over on Instagram. I've been really quiet on social media these days. I definitely feel like I'm on the other side of COVID, which hit me a few months ago, but that's literally how long it's taken me to bounce back. So I'm back and I look forward to connecting with you and communicating in different ways. And um, yeah, I'm really excited for what is planned in June. Now let's get down to business and let's dive into the five things that I believe we can all learn from Cirque du Soleil. Are you ready? Lesson number one, be flexible, pun intended. Have you ever seen one of these shows? They are so bendy. It's unbelievable. I'm like, do they have bones in their body? Yes, they must because they're humans and they're walking and they're doing all of these things and their muscles are attached to something. It's unbelievable. They are so flexible and so bendy, yet so strong and grounded and rooted and present in what they are doing. And I actually think that this could be the key to being flexible in life and how we can be flexible and open to going with the flow, 
but still being rooted and grounded and present and there to enjoy everything life has to offer and also to be in flow. There was this one act where this man was on this round, I won't get into details because it's hard to describe, but here's what I'll say. He had to fully embrace his flexibility. He had to be able to go with the flow. And if he would have second guessed himself, if he would have doubted the way his body was moving, it would have been a disaster. It would have been horrific. And so I think that this is actually a really great metaphor for life. When we're in flow, when things are going a certain way, I think it can be really easy for us to overthink and start to question and that this is actually a subconscious form of sabotaging ourselves. And so learning to be flexible, being present, going with the flow is so important. And here's the other thing that really comes to mind, keeping the end goal in mind. You know, they say, be fierce about where you want to go and where you want to end up, but be flexible in how you get there. If you're doing something repeatedly over and over again, and it's not working, let it go. Be flexible. Try something new. We can be so stuck in our ways and so narrow-minded and have the blinders on and so inflexible that it actually is blocking us from achieving what we want to have in life, whether that's financial or business or career success or the romance and love of our life or health, whatever it is, be open, be flexible to how you get there, but have the end goal in mind. So there's lesson number one from Cirque du Soleil. On to lesson number two, embrace the attitude of play. Now, I am a huge proponent of play. It's actually one of my personal values. It's one of the values at the Glojo because I think that we can take life so seriously, especially as adults. It's understandable. We have responsibilities. We have duties. Life can be demanding and difficult, and the world can be draining and daunting and depressing and exhausting, and the list can go on. So of course, it can be easy to get caught up in, let's say, the mundane, the day-to-day, the stress, the worries, being serious, being on a schedule, not creating any space to just be. And when you watch kids, they really are just present. They're having fun. They're playing. There's no agenda And there's something really freeing and liberating about this. And when I was watching the Cirque du Soleil show, this one act, it was the fire act, biggest smile on his face. He was joyous. It was infectious. You couldn't help but smile and almost just giggle when you watch this guy. It was like, wow, what is he on? Give me some of whatever he is on. But when I looked and when I tuned in, I knew it was play. He was enjoying what he was doing so much. And so I think like bonus, if work can be play, I know that's maybe not always possible. So if that's not possible, how can you start to add more play into your life? Is it dancing? Is it playing with your kids? Sometimes I I go for walks on the seawall a lot and sometimes I skip because I just feel like skipping and it's so much fun. And so, and so if you have not skipped in years, get out and skip. 
I guarantee you cannot skip and have a frown on your face. It will make you smile. Hula hoop. Oh my gosh, the hula hoops in this thing. You should have seen this lady. She was, it was incredible. I'm like, I didn't even know that you could move the body in that many ways at the same time in so many different places and keep these things going. There was a playful. She was more serious, mind you. She was more serious, but I think that you can bring out a hula hoop and that can be a form of play. So embrace play and there are benefits to play. It actually is proven to relieve and reduce stress. In adults, it can actually help with your memory and improving your memory. It can stimulate creativity, which to me, this totally makes sense. It can increase your energy levels and there are a ton of other benefits. Um, but one of the things that I think play really does is that it helps us view life through a different perspective. It helps us put on rose colored sunglasses or yellow colored sunglasses. And I'm not saying be naive and bury your head in the sand. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that you deserve to just relax, kick up your feet and have a little fun and give yourself a break from all of life's demands. All right. Number three, here we go. We are better together. That's right. And this is coming from someone who is a, I don't want to say a chronic independent person, but I definitely lean towards being independent and doing everything on my own. And it's okay. I've got this. I can take care of it. Recently, when my dad was here, this is when we went to Cirque du Soleil, but he was helping me with things around my house. And honestly, it felt amazing. And he had said, let me know if you need help with things. I think the old me would have felt bad for taking him up on that offer. And I would have been like, oh, no, it's okay. Let's just enjoy. I had a list and we worked. We worked hard. We worked through that list. He might think twice before he asks me if there's anything he can help me with again. Um, I'm sure that's not true. But if he did, that's fine. Um, but it felt so good to receive support. And when I was watching Cirque du Soleil, so much of what they do relies on the group. It relies on a partner or another person. And what they were able to do as individuals was incredible, but what they were able to do as a pair or as a group and a team was absolutely mind-blowing. And I think there's another lesson here as well. I think there's power and magic in being able to trust those around us to being able to be vulnerable. So many of the things they do are vulnerable. So being able to be vulnerable, to open up, to lean in, how often do we avoid? How often do we lean back and put up blocks and boundaries and barriers? Now, many times we might have really good, healthy reasons for doing that, but that's not always going to serve us. So I'm encouraging you to really embrace the idea of asking for support to doing something together, to not going it alone, to being open to receive, to being open to help, to being a part of a team, because I truly believe that we are better together. In sacred geometry, one plus one equals three. Now you might be thinking, that's crazy, one plus one equals two. Here's the deeper significance behind that. I know there's a lot of different genders and different things these days, but in this case, what I'm talking about is 
like traditional male and female. When you have a man and you have a female and they come together, there's the sperm, there's the egg, those one plus one creates a third, creates a new being that is being brought into the world. And so one plus one equals three. There are strengths and numbers and sometimes what we truly can create with someone else or other people is far more and far more magical than what we could create on our own. Okay, number four of five, we're getting through this tonight. Now, I'm sure you've heard this before. If you fall, get back up. Get back up on that saddle. If you fall off the horse, get back up and ride that thing again. In one of the acts, there was two people on a trapeze, but it wasn't the sort of final trapeze event of the night where there was a big net and they're doing pretty wild things. They were still doing extremely, extremely impressive things. There's two of them. They did have safety things around their their waist, but it still would have been really freaking scary and probably, I don't want to say fatal, but it could have been bad if they fell. And so this woman was doing this trick and she almost fell. So she didn't fully fall. She didn't fully have to get back on but it's mid-performance. There's only two people on stage. She slips and it looks like, wow, how are you even able to save yourself? And I hope your shoulder is okay and that your ligaments are okay. But she was able to get back into it and she continued on. And there was something so powerful about this because in life, we will make mistakes. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. We're not ever going to knock it out of the park all the time. And if she would have gone down and if she would have started beating herself up and getting in her head and saying like, oh, why'd you do this? You're not, you're not good enough. And, you know, all of these horrible things that we can do to ourselves, it would have been so detrimental, not only to the show, that's like more the side thing, but to herself. And you can tell that she was a professional and she just got back on the saddle, didn't make a big deal about it. I'm sure there was more going on internally. But it was like, okay, that happened and I'm going to keep on going. Now, at the very end of the show, when there was the big trapeze event and there was the net out and they're doing really, really wild things, someone did fall. And when they fell, there was the huge like (gasps) gasp in the crowd. And it was definitely nerve wracking, but they did a fabulous flip on their way down. They landed in the net, they bounced back up. And you know what I'd say? They even brought some play into it. They were unapologetic and they made it part of the show. They definitely were not holding themselves accountable for falling or saying, I ruined the show. It was nothing like that. And the whole tent, because this happened in one of their fun tents, just broke out in applause. And I had chills all over to see the support, the encouragement that this person received. And then also to just see how this moment where they could have, it would have been totally different if they fell and they landed on the net and they like shook their head and looked down and swore under their breath, it would have been a completely different energy. And who knows, it could have really dampened the show. They embraced it, they leaned into it and they climbed up that damn ladder and they got back on the trapeze. Last but not least, moving on to number five. In some ways, this is very similar to number two, which is embracing an attitude of play. 
but it's slightly different. And I'm choosing to include it because it was such a big part of the show. And so number five is be silly. Don't take life so seriously. Don't take yourself so seriously. In between acts, it's quite brilliant how they plan this out. In between the acrobatic acts, there are these two clowns. We'll say they're clowns on stage. They're not dressed exactly like clowns, but there's these characters. And they are so silly and they're so theatrical and they are so dramatic and they're funny. And the crowd was just laughing and it's the silliest, tiniest little things, but there was so much comedic relief in this. And I think one of the biggest takeaways for me is don't take life so seriously. Bad things are always going to happen or unwanted things are always going to happen. There's going to be the ups and downs, but when we can learn to just like, I don't want to say just shrug things off and avoid things. That's not what it is. But learning to approach things with, again, there's this attitude of play, but but it's different. Learning to avoid things with a different perspective and making light of a situation. And again, there are the situations where you should not make light of. I will say that this is definitely situational, but I think so many times we make mountains out of molehills. Take a step back. Look at things from a greater, higher perspective. And when you do this, I think that you will find so many of the things that we make important and that we blow up and that we focus on, they don't matter in the grand scheme of things. And so be silly, be selective with what you give your attention, your precious attention and energy to. And don't take life so seriously. Have fun along the way. And if you ever have the opportunity to see a Cirque du Soleil show, I highly recommend it. I've had the opportunity to see four or five of their shows over the years. And do you know what I'll say too? This is like bonus lesson or bonus tip. Um, When I leave those shows, my awareness and my perspective of what's possible is completely expanded. I'm like, all right. If they can do that with their body, and if someone can come up with all of these crazy, creative, mind-blowing things to do in the show, and if they can create these costumes and the apparatus and how this set works, my ideas seem pretty damn simple. And so there's something really, really empowering about seeing something so mind-blowing and inspiring and creative. And so... There are my takeaways from going to Cirque du Soleil. Thank you, Dad, for the wonderful night. I really enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for tuning in. I would love to hear from you. What was the lesson that really inspired you the most? Or what's the lesson that was like the biggest aha for you? You can reach out to me at Leanne Kalal or at The Glojo on Instagram. And again, head over to theglojo.com. I'll make sure I link to all of this in the show notes. Get on the newsletter list because I truly am going to start emailing. I know I say this all the time. It's, I don't know what, I don't know why it's been. It's it's been a tricky thing to make happen, but it's going to be happening very soon. And 
yeah, I have people reply to emails. It's me with like, I send emails out to all of you. And then if you reply, you truly will be replying to my inbox. And so I'd love to hear from you that way as well. All right. Have a wonderful night. Thanks for listening. Share, rate, review, subscribe, follow all the things. And I will see you next week in the Glojo.